Good morning, I'm Earl Stewart. I welcome you to Earl Stewart on Cars, a live talk show all about how to buy, lease, maintain, or repair your car without being ripped off by a car dealer. With me in the studio is Nancy Stewart, my wife, co-host, and a strong consumer advocate, especially for our female listeners. We also have Rick Kearney, an expert on how to keep your car running right. I dare you to ask a question that Rick can't answer about the mechanics or electronics of your car. Also with us is my son, Stu Stewart, our link to cyber space through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. Stu is also the Spymaster Director of our Mystery Shopping Report. He dispatches our secret shopper weekly to an unsuspecting South Florida dealership. And now, on with the show. Good morning, everybody. Well, we're back again. We're all here live, or all present and accounted for, ready to bring you another, I hope, entertaining, uh, humorous, uh, educational, and all the above a show about how to buy a car or lease a car without being taken advantage of by a car dealer. And um, I, I know I say this probably on at least 90% of the shows that we really have an exciting show. We really have <laughs> an exciting show. We have some breaking news that uh, I'm not going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you in a few minutes. You may have already heard it, but it's brand new. <coughs> it is a it's a breaking news that will shake up the auto industry worldwide. Uh, I'm talking car dealerships. I'm talking auto manufacturers. I'm talking anybody that's got anything to do with the automobile business. Uh, there is some breaking news. Uh, I just happened to pick it up online. I was just released by Automotive News, and the uh, government and the, and the dealer associations and the manufacturers, nobody has had a chance to digest this particular tidbit. So, wow. So we're gonna wow. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it. so. I stay know what tuned. It is. <laughs> yeah, that's a hook. <laughs> I want you to stay tuned. If you're new to the show, uh, we're here basically to help you, and we're we're here to answer your calls. Uh, uh, we're here to uh, be up. Uh, a podium for you to get up and, and vent, complain, uh, suggest, recommend. Uh, live radio, which is also live Facebook and live YouTube, uh, we're streaming the show. And I say this, so I get I have so much I want to talk about, I have to restrain myself because I, uh, I, I, I know that your questions and comments are why people tune into the show. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. If you, you know, when you're in school, uh, if you just kept your mouth shut, sooner or later somebody was going to ask the question you were thinking about. Maybe you were afraid to ask. So that's what happens on this show. We have some great people that call uh, and, and stream and post on Facebook uh, and on YouTube. Uh, the call-in number, as I say, if you're new to the show, Please write the number down because I know you don't have anything to say right at this moment, probably, but you might if you tune in, tune out. But write the number down so when you come back and you're watching or listening, call 877-960-9960. That's 877-960-9960. Write that number down. And if you have a suggestion, comment, criticism, we'd love to hear from you. We prioritize phone calls. Nancy Stewart, my co-host for 20 years, sitting here to my left. She's my wife. Uh, and she's also the co-founder of the show. She's a female advocate for women car buyers. She has a laptop computer open. 
So when the telephone calls come through the studio, Jeremy and the studio here at True Oldies will uh, get the phone call, pop it through on the computer, Nancy sees it, and whoever's yakking like me right now, I stop and we take your phone call. 877-960-9960. That's 877-960-9960. A lot of calls, and we we tend to uh, focus on... The industry is a new car business. I mean, it's a whole lot more than that. It's a maintenance and repair business uh, that's behind the scenes, which is really bigger than the, the purchase part of it. I mean, the fun part, the exciting part, we like to talk about buying a new car or buying a used car. They have to maintain and repair that car. They have to insure the car. We have Rick Kearney sitting in the studio. You regulars know Rick. He has his own personal host of followers on YouTube, we have to give them a name like uh, Rick's Rick's Guys or something like that. But YouTube.com forward slash Earl and Cars. He monitors that channel. But you, you can call him on the phone too, 877-960-9960. Why do you want to call Rick? You got a problem with your car. Uh, it's making a funny noise. It's uh, you get, you know, a funny smell. It rattles. It, uh, it's, it's got you concerned because you don't want it to happen to you when you're on the turnpike, when you're on vacation, and you never know. You don't want that car stopping on you. So what do you have to do? You have to go to a repair shop. And what happens there? Well, that's why you want to call Rick because he can guide you. He can likely <laughs> diagnose the problem right here just by your description. If not, he can steer you in the right direction. And we could give you some advice as how not to be taken advantage of in a dealership service department or an independent service department. Uh, the whole automotive repair game, just like the buying of, of car game, is is rigged. It's 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 really rigged against the consumer. It's one of the few. It's one of the few businesses that, for a hundred years, uh, people are buying and maintaining and repairing cars pretty much like they did 100 years ago. I mean, it's hard to believe we've had cars for 100 years, but we've had them for more than that. And we're still doing it the same way, just like it's like buying a horse or selling a horse. That's the way cars are bought and sold. So, by the way, I'll give you a hint about the breaking news. The breaking news that we'll talk about in a little while is something that's going to shake up the whole automobile industry in terms of how you buy cars. It's going to bring, yank the car dealerships and the manufacturers into the 21st century, kicking and screaming. Whether they like it or not, they're going to be yanked into the 21st century, and that's what my breaking news is going to be about, and I'll tell you about a little while. If you know what it is, give us a call. Van Marie knows what it is. What's that? Van Marie knows what it is. Van Marie knows. Oh, Oh. I read a little bit more, though, so we have to discuss that there's some information I'd like to add. Okay. We're totally freaking everybody out right now. Uh, and Maria, i got to hand it to you. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to introduce Nancy Stewart, my co-host here. As I say, she is responsible for building the 50-50 partnership with the female audience. About half the listeners, half the callers, and everything is now female. We started 20 years ago. It was an old boys club, and Nancy Stewart has... Uh, cured that and fix that. Nancy, the mic is yours. Good morning, everyone. Uh, boy, is this an exciting show. We got all kind of teasers. And uh, 
As far as uh, what Earl said about Rick, you know, a, a good mechanic is really difficult to find, and uh, he is um, amazing. And uh, some of the complaints that I get from women uh, are right there in the, uh, you know, um, finding a good mechanic uh, service, uh, knowing what part was taken out, what part was replaced. Uh, there are a few great mechanics like Rick. And, uh, you know, it uh, goes without saying that uh, he will pull that part out that needs replaced, show it to the lady, uh, and uh, it makes them very happy. They can even pop it in their trunk and take it home with them. And uh, this uh, this makes, uh, you know, going to a great mechanic really worthwhile uh, for a woman. Uh, ladies, $50 for the first two new lady callers, and uh, you can give us a call at 877-960-9960. And uh, for you others, you can text us at 772-497-6530. Uh, you can also get in touch with us at uh, your anonymous feedback. Dot com. Uh, so, uh, like I said, we've got a whole lot to get to. And uh, guess what? We have a puppy this morning uh, via uh, uh, virtual. Virtual puppies. <laughs> virtual puppies. I like that. I, we have virtual puppies. Um, I believe his name is Emerson. Emerson. And uh, he is a misbreed. <coughs> and um, he's not in the studio, although we wish he was. And uh, he's just so cute, so you want to stay tuned for that. Also, we have the Mystery Shopping Report that will also amaze you. And uh, if uh, you got a chance to read um, Earl's or you didn't get a chance to read Earl's column this week, um, it was uh, riveting. I call it riveting because it's an open letter to the Florida car dealers, which uh, is always very important to remind them as to who they are. Yeah, that was the first letter I wrote to them about 20 years ago. 2006. And, and it just suddenly occurred to me that nothing has changed. So obviously... <laughs> it got worse. <laughs> yes, That's why I worse. say... Yeah, they uh, they the, didn't read the letter, I guess. Yeah, it's really worth reading uh, because as Earl has emphasized and Stu has emphasized, guess what? Some things just never change. So here we are in the 21st century, and uh, we're waiting for, you know, things to come around and uh, to be what they should be. And with your help in listening to the show and uh, reinforcing all those ideas, let me tell you what, the show would be nothing without you. We really appreciate everyone that listens, calls, YouTube, Facebook, is there anything else? Yes, youranonymousfeedback.com. Okay, we are going to go, uh, let me mention that number one more time, 877-960-9960. And uh, we're going to go straight to the phones where we have some calls backed up. And uh, it's, like I said, it's going to be an exciting show. So stay tuned all the way to the end at 10 o'clock. Howard. Howard calls us from Jupiter. He's a regular caller, and he must be here for this season. Is that right, Howard? Yes, I just came in two weeks ago. I missed uh, last Saturday. I missed your show. And it's a pleasure being on the idea with you. You guys are great. You do a great job. Thank you and so you're much. Honest. And and another thing, uh, Earl, um, here's a question for you. If I go to a, 
uh, a non-dealer, and I say I have a problem with, uh, let's say, my uh, fuel my fuel line or whatever it is. Uh, and then they give me a price. They give you a price. They say, this is what it costs. And then you go back to, oh, no, I've got a problem. This is not, this is a problem, but you have another problem. And then I, uh, this happens a couple of times. Now, you told me in your dealership that once you're given a price, that's it. Uh, they can't change it. Is that correct? Well, within a certain percentage, um, but it's usually close. But I think, I mean, what I would say, if something else is found, um, a completely different operation, you would be quoted for that. It's not like you're getting a quote to fix your car. You're getting a, a quote to fix. What was your example? What was uh, your example, Howard? My example is, is uh, uh, my car was hesitating. Uh, okay, so you have a hesitation. So they identify as what, like a fuel line thing? Uh, well, a yeah, drivability fuel. problem. Yeah. Uh, it could be a fuel line. It could be uh, throttle body yeah, jump in, of, jump in and explain it. what I'm trying to say. It's like they don't. It's not like if somebody says we're gonna, you're gonna fix a specific operation, and it's gonna cost three hundred dollars. They can't come back and say it's gonna cost six hundred dollars. They could come back and say we're we're gonna be able to do that for three hundred, but we found another problem here. Let's talk about that, and then you have an option to, uh, you know, it's no, nobody just inflates a price arbitrarily. Right. It was, <laughs> throttle, it, it was a throttle body problem, okay. and uh, it was cleaned. And it, it did the job. Okay, one other thing I have to ask you. Uh, I have a, my cell phone. It's capable now of uh, getting navigation on my 2017 Camry. Uh, I, I get everything, if I, but I have to put it on audio. Travis took care of this for me. So when I put it on audio, I cannot listen to music or anything. Because the uh, uh, the sound goes away. Now, before that, I was able to uh, change it when I wasn't on audio. In other words, I was able to listen to the uh, uh, to music and have navigation at the same time. Uh, remember, this is a 2017, so it's not a, 2018 is a whole new story. So, what do you think about that? Okay, so uh, you don't have Apple CarPlay. No. no. Now, what audio are you trying to listen to? The regular radio? No, I'm trying to get uh, directions from navigation and listen to music at the same time. The right, but uh, what's, your, what's your source for your music? Is it going through the, the car's radio, or are you playing music no. on your phone? No, it's going through the car's radio. Now, uh, at one time, it was going through the car's radio, and I was able to switch uh, to... Uh, listen to music or listen to a, a radio program but now i can't do that it, it, it's on audio and once i get off audio the navigation stops so um maybe i should see travis as travis uh picked this up for me did a great job yeah we, it, we it need to great. check the settings on your on their phone and set up there okay i got it okay one other one other thing i, I don't want to hold you to uh i think that the, once a battery uh can last 1,000 miles without a recharge, I think then uh, battery power will be good. But uh, two, 300 miles uh, and, and then it's depleted, I don't think that's a good idea. What do you think about that, Earl? I think 1,000 miles is a, a, a good starting point for them to, to really aim at. Uh, and then we'll see where it goes from there for the launch. You know, for one charge, 
I mean, if you can charge a car up, say in 45 minutes, and then get a thousand miles drive out of it, you've got a successful electric car at that point. Yeah, that's my point. Right, 45 minutes is is okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So until that happens, uh, I don't think there'll be a, a lot of electric cars. Uh, more, more electric cars than gas-driven vehicles. Right, but look how fast our technology is changing on everything. I mean, look at look at cell phone. You brought up cell phones, for example. Look at how cell phone battery life has expanded just over the past five years to where your phone used to last a couple hours and you had to charge it. Now it'll last a couple days. I mean, and it's they're getting smaller even. So yeah. it's, it's going to hit the point when you're going to be able to charge the car up and you just have a massive amount of battery power available to you for uh, days on end. Yeah, how are they going to? They're, they're going to they're sell 100. They're going to sell a million electric vehicles this year in 2023. One million electric vehicles. I mean, I think where we were five, ten years ago. I mean, it's exploding now. People are buying uh, electric vehicles. It's just a matter of you know, ten years from now, it's going to dominate all sales. That's great. Okay, I'll let you go. I know you you got a lot of phone calls. Thank you, Howard. You have a good day, guys. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Hope to hear from you again. Our number is 877-960-9960, and you can text us at 772-497-6530. Take advantage of youranonymousfeedback.com. We're going to go to Lance in Tennessee. Welcome to the show, Lance. Good morning. Well, Earl. Good morning. Um. I'm going to have to take a little exception about uh, that first call on hesitation. Uh, I've, I've almost made a career out of hesitating. <laughs> and I've been hesitating pretty well for the last 45 years. <laughs> I'm looking forward to more. <laughs> it's probably kept you out of a lot of trouble, you know. Sometimes a little hesitation stops you from doing something really stupid. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if you think we would be a mess. Uh, if we failed to mention uh, our holiday that's coming up this week, mm-hmm. which are you talking about? You're talking about Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. Okay, I, I wasn't I, sure. <laughs> I, I've got a little tune for you, Earl. Oh boy. Uh, once again, uh, we're going to collect these, and we'll have them on sale uh, for Christmas, and they'll be in eight track. Okay. Good. Good. Well, we've got a little holiday just around the corner. Earl Stewart on cars says don't miss it at all. And just remember when you're listening on Saturday morning to give Earl Stewart on cars a call. Gobble gobble. And you can have a you can have a Christmas album, and that'll be Lance's Christmas album. And every right. year we'll have another one. And we'll play it. Good, we'll yeah. play it on the air. We'll play it on the air. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving to one and all. It's so good to talk to you. Have a good day. Thanks, Thanks Lance. Lance. Happy Thanksgiving, Lance. Uh, we're going to go to Trisha, who is calling us from Boca. She is a first-time caller. Oh boy! Welcome, Trisha. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, well, Trisha, if you stay on the line after we're finished talking and speak to uh, Jeremy in the control room, 
give him your contact information. He'll pass that along to me, and I'll get that check out to you. Well, thank you. Thank you way in advance. God, I've waited a long time to call in. But, um, all right, here, here's my question. It's about a carbine question, so I'm uh, looking forward to that breaking news. But um, um, I tried to buy a hybrid car for my birthday, and I got so, because I drive, okay, I'll tell you, I spent $350 um a month on gas that's forty two hundred dollars a year um so and i'm trying to calculate well okay if i buy a hybrid the money i would get for my 2016 honda fit which right now has ninety three thousand miles on it so the money i would get for that car plus the extra money i would get for a hybrid um my son and i figured it would take three years to just trade it off. But my point is, I remember you saying it's not a good time to buy a car. And I was so turned off by all the extra charges. Mm-hmm. These dealerships were tacking on all these BS extra charges. I got so disillusioned, I stopped. I, I said, forget it. I can't deal with this anymore. Well, Tricia, um, uh, that's the, that's great that you did, and I, I just uh, uh, you're you're definitely an educated consumer, and that's the reason we want more women to be calling through. Yeah, you know, that's why I just tapped you on the arm. She's Tricia, you are yeah. an educated consumer for sure. I love it, and so do all the ladies out there that are listening. Thank you for sa- stating that. Back to Earl. Well, no, I'm just thinking about your. You're, most people don't do that arithmetic, and I use that term loosely because uh, when people buy a car, they only look at the upfront cost or the monthly payment. And I can just tell by your conversation on the air this morning that you really did your homework. You, I mean, how many people calculate the gas mileage on the car they're buying, uh, uh, the trade-in value? You did the whole thing in your in your in your mind. And you knew exactly what you would pay. And then, of course, as you say, you went out earlier and it had to be put through the game. By the way, I'll give you the hint. The breaking news has to do with what you had to go through. We're just about the, uh, you know, we're about to the point, and you'll find out when we talk about it in a few minutes, about where we'll, you'll be able to buy a car without having to go through that. The entire industry, I believe, is going through a watershed major change moment in history. That, that would be awesome because that's what totally turned me off uh, to it. So I just figured I'd take care of my car well. I remember my neighbor telling me, you know, he had a hybrid. And since I do so much driving, I figured maybe a hybrid would help me. And he said I had to get another car because my car broke down. If your car is running fine and, yes, I take care of it well, just wait. It's not worth it. And uh, you're right. I did. I did my homework. Yes, it would take maybe the extra money I would have to shell out if I bought a car, maybe twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars worth of a car, plus the money I'd get. You know, I, I'd have to. I you know wait like three, three, four years to make it like even. But it doesn't make a difference. I got you know turned off. So right, if I if if I'm if you're telling me the breaking news is that these dealerships 
won't, you know, tack on these BS charges. So now my question to you is, is it going to be worth it for me to, you know, trade it in and get and get a hybrid? I think so. I, I think... I think that uh, we're reaching a point now where it is safe to go back in the water, and your timing couldn't be better. Uh, the amount of vehicles in inventory uh, is higher than it's been in a couple of years. Uh, the dealers are discounting. The manufacturers are coming up with special incentives, and there are a lot of dealerships out there that are discounting off the MSRP. Three months ago, that wasn't the case, so your timing is right. good. Right. Okay. And when is this going to happen? Well, it's just, it's it's it, it doesn't happen tonight or tomorrow night, and it didn't happen last week. It's a very gradual change. You can wait, and there's always. I, I I think if you waited three or four months, you'd probably get a little better price, uh, and maybe a better trade-in allowance, a uh, better price for your car. But it, you have to measure life and what it's worth to you. That new vehicle, and, and when are you going to start saving on the gas uh, that you want to buy the new car for? So uh, I think uh, it's, you're never going to have the exact optimum time. Now is a good time. I Don't wait. Uh, uh, there's some sort of a saying, I can't remember, but perfection is the enemy of success. When people strive for a perfect time to do something, they just never do it. So you're not going to find that perfect time. Today is a good time. Go ahead. I'm not worried about you at all, Patricia. You know what you're doing. You'll go out there and you'll you'll negotiate a good deal, and I think you should buy a car whenever you feel like you're ready. Yeah. Uh, uh, Thank you. You're welcome, Tricia. Um, you know, I can safely say that uh, as Earl, you know, said, you know, it's safe for you to go out there because you have dotted your I's and crossed your T's and you are an educated consumer. And again, I'll reiterate uh, for all the ladies that are listening, you're setting an example this morning. And that's so important in building this platform for women on Earl on cars. And uh, I just want to thank you for calling in. And uh, please uh, give us a call. Uh, one moment, Rick. Uh, Donovan just chimed in. He says uh, to the caller, after January 1st, the $7,500 tax credit will apply to many hybrids at the time of sale. There you go. So that may be even a better incentive than our $7,500. Yeah, that's something to that's really a take, a, take a look at. A great incentive. So things are getting better and better, and uh, interest rates are trickling down. So there's a lot to look forward to. That seventy-five hundred is for new cars, though, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't going to get that. Yes. I wasn't going to spend that, but okay. Good to know. Okay. Anyway, stay on the line right. and talk Thank to you. Jeremy. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Tricia. Look forward to hearing from you again, 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Don't forget what Earl said in the beginning of the show, or if you for, uh, if you weren't listening and you just tuned in, he's got some uh, breaking news for everyone, and it's, uh, it's very interesting news, so you want to stay tuned for that. And you can also take advantage of your anonymous feedback, uh, dot com. We're going to go to John in West Palm Beach. Good morning, John. 
Oh, wonderful morning. I'm not in West Palm Beach right now. I'm actually here in Michigan, a wonderful 39-degree weather. Mm. Oh, boy. Enjoying it. Winter wonderland. <laughs> but, <laughs> Where yeah. are you calling from, John? Uh, Livonia. Uh, but I'm heading up to my cabin in Houghton Lake. But nice. hey, I, do you know who you just talked to, that lady? Yes. That's John's wife from Palm Beach. It sounds They sound like they could be married. Really? Oh. Oh, you're just yeah, guessing. Yeah, they're both, <laughs> both educated callers. I, it sounds just... It just sounds like they'd be suited together. <laughs> Fabulous. Uh, now, um, the reason why I called is actually the gentleman before her. He was saying that he wouldn't be interested unless it was a 45-minute charge for a 1,000 miles. I want to know what car he's driving that when he fills up his gas tank, <laughs> he's driving for a 1,000 miles. I, uh, and does he actually sit in the car for a 1,000 miles for the entire trip? I yeah. get range anxiety um, in my Sequoia. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I think what he's looking for is a little bit unrealistic. I agree. Uh, you know, as far as a 45-minute charge for 1,000 miles, I do drive well, my you know, we, up here to Michigan. Listen, it's not crazy. Um, Toyota announced they have a uh, that solid-state battery uh, that's coming out in a few years, and other uh, manufacturers, yeah. I imagine, will as well. Um, he might get his wish, and it might be shorter than 45 yeah. minutes. Yeah, uh, that'll be great. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, because like I said, he, he, you know, I drive my Tesla from West Palm Beach to the northern part of Michigan, and I have to stop every two and a half hours to charge. But it's only 15 minutes because you're driving from, and I've talked about this before. Yeah, you just top it off. Charging station to charging station. And that. And, uh, and you got to get, you got to stretch your legs. No and you know what? I, I'm not, I'm, I, I, I often make jokes, but this is seriously. You know, they, they say that sitting is killing Americans. We sit too much and it's killing us. Um, a recent study says a break every two hours, uh, well, well, sitting won't kill you. <laughs> so stop your car every two hours and charge it. That's a good idea. And that. So anyways, the, uh, but, you know, but now a, a, a single charge for a thousand miles will be great. It's just you're not going to drive a thousand miles in one stint. You got to get could, out. You couldn't you gotta, do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, You'd get bed you know. sores if you and, tried that. <laughs> right. So anyway. All right. Well, that's all I got. I just want to say thank you, and uh, thank you for providing this service. Thanks. Good Happy points, Thanksgiving, Paul. John. It's going to be a cold one, but you'll enjoy it. <laughs> uh, we are well, going... Let me jump in here for just a second. I, I, on this comment that was made by a YouTuber to Rick about the, uh, the government rebate on electric vehicles applying to hybrids, that's only on the plug-in hybrids. Right. And there's, there's not that many plug-in hybrids, and uh, I, I'm not a big fan on the plug-in hybrid in terms of the increased cost. Yeah, I just pulled it up, and, and Donovan has said the same thing. Uh, it's pre-owned all-electric plug-in hybrid and fuel cell electric vehicles purchased on or after yeah. January 1 of 2023 may be eligible for a federal tax credit yeah. equal to 30% of the sale price up to a maximum yeah, but Trisha, 4000 Patricia's thinking about yeah. buying a regular hybrid. Right. So, so that, it wouldn't apply to her. That wouldn't apply. So my advice to her was to buy a car as soon as she's ready, not wait till January because she doesn't right. want to plug in. Well, this one actually is already in effect. It was uh, 23, yeah. January of 23. Yeah. So, yeah. And, But in, yeah, in January of 24, nothing's going to change. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay, folks. Uh is our caller still holding? Okay. We're going to go to Dawn in Jupiter. Good morning, Dawn. Good morning. 
Good morning, Don. We hear hey, you. Good morning, guys. Just just a quick uh, secret shopper. I just got hit with $13,000 add-on on a used car. <laughs> In what form did this take? Uh, there was two, twenty, almost $3,000 for conditioning of the car. $700 for tinted windows, but I thought the car is already tinted because I hadn't conditioned it yet. $3,000 for a, for a five-year warranty and a bunch of other garbage fees. I, I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. The Don, car is $25,000. Don, would you care to share uh, the location of the dealership? Oh, that was Napleton on Northlake. Uh-huh. <laughs> surprise, surprise. I didn't want to make an assumption. <laughs> the, the, the interesting part was what I really want to question or ask Earl about is how do they teach these guys not to laugh when they show you the price? <laughs> I, you know what? I don't know. Like uh, Agent Lightning, I mean, she gets in, she invests herself in it because she'll get angry. So she's she's in a mode. So she, I don't think she's laughing. She's like when they do that, she gets pissed. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I mean the salesman. How does the salesman oh. not laugh? I mean, so so the guy the they might believe it. thousand dollars. Yeah, twenty five thousand dollars. He's charging me over fifty percent of the price of the car. Uh, Don, they they say it for so long, they truly believe what they're saying. But here's something good about Napleton. You know, uh, Napleton moved up from the worst dealer in the United States to the next to worst. Remember, we our mystery shop last week. Oh yeah. What was the name of the dealership wow. in Michigan? Um, Garner. Was that Garner. Garner or Gunther? No, no, it's Garber. not Gunther. Garber. Was it Garber? Garber. Garber. Garber yeah, Garber in <laughs> Pennsylvania, I think. Right, Garber. Pennsylvania, right. Uh, obviously, obviously, I walked out of the dealership. The salesman contacted me a week later. He said, well, come on back. Let's talk. So I, I texted him. I said, here's the price of the car. I will pay you the tax. I, I will even pay you the 900 and something dealer fee, which is garbage fee, and $450 for the tax, you know, for the, you know, the paperwork, which is another garbage fee. So he said, well, let me check with my manager. So then he, then he knocked the $13,000 over price to only $7,000 over. So obviously, I'm not buying that car. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, that's well, crazy. I, I just, I just thought you guys would get a good kick well, out of like, we have, we'll have to have a segment of the show from now on on the Napleton report because there's always something humorous. I mean, it, right? I, I, the people that are still buying from Napleton clearly are not listening to the show. <laughs> uh, maybe well, it's entertaining. Maybe it's you know, maybe it's fun <laughs> if you go in there. Well, the, the other interesting part was, you know, I, I listen to other people's conversations. So an older couple was there, and the salesman goes, "Well, here's what we'll do. If that's too much for you a month, we'll just extend the extend the loan out for two more years, and we can get the price down." Which <laughs> oh, oh, sure. <laughs> wow. So anyway, you you guys have a great day. I Thank you. Thanks, Don. Right. Thanks, Don. Thanks for listening. Eight seven seven nine six seven ninety nine sixty. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. You know, maybe I'll drop Napleton um, a little mailer here on uh, the guide for states cracking down on junk fees to lower costs for consumers. Um, is, this is just really very amazing. And resource outlines action states can take a, to build on the Biden-Harris administration efforts on junk fees and spur private sector action. So they go into what are junk fees and how are states taking them on. Very interesting. I think Earl mentioned this a couple of shows back, and it is very interesting. Um, We are going to go to Mike, who is calling us from Aventura. He is a regular caller. Good morning, Mike. 
Hi, uh, you got. Uh, you should give your phone number out more. But I have a question. Okay, what's going to happen with all these cars that are coming out that hardly make any noise for the blind? I mean, uh, I don't see the manufacturers doing much about this. It's like a lot of a lot of things that are happening for the blind. Hey, Mike. Hi. Hey, I think uh, that is now, it's, is it a federal requirement, Rick? Yeah. On new electric vehicles and hybrids for when they are not running the gas motor. We talk about this a lot. By the way, Rick, I know I have a better description, less scary hmm. for the sound. They, they have to emit a sound um, when it's not, when the motor's not turning so pedestrians, animals, uh, um, people blind, you know, any, so you, you can't sneak up on them. Um, and Rick and I have joked around on the show because on Toyotas that sounds we call it the uh, disembodied souls of sound, the, the, the howl. wailing of the damned souls. Right, it's because it sounds kind of like this high pitch. It's like multiple notes kind of blending together, but it sounds like a distant jet. That's what it sounds like mm. to me. So, yeah. so okay. it sounds like a, a jet where you just kind of hear that whine from a, like a far yep. distance away. Yep. And who's going to be selling these cars? All it's uh, every right. yeah all no that's not going to be a fix for all the cars that exist on the road so they can't do that but going forward all new vehicles um, electric and, and hybrid have to make that sound so you'll hear it coming I, I hear my wife and my kids come home because they drive hybrids and the dog can hear them like you know before they even get into the neighborhood <laughs> right. Who's going to be selling these cars for the blind? Do you know? They're not. Uh, it's Mike. It's for it's all new cars. Uh -huh. So all manufacturers, um, whether it's Ford or Honda or Kia or Toyota or Lamborghini, um, they're all going to have to have that noisemaker. Right. I would. I would love to. Uh, I would love to actually uh, see what one is like. Actually, you the can. driver this car is for the blind. I'd love to see oh, what they. You're my, You're down in Aventura. Um, you can go buy just a you know a car dealership, and uh, say you wanted to. Uh, Take a look at a hybrid, or just have them start one up for you, <laughs> uh -huh. and uh, yeah. so you can hear it. Okay, get, uh, give your phone number out a little bit more. Well, we'll, we'll uh, do that, Mike. Well, thanks good, for the reminder. Good tip. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Happy okay. Thanksgiving. You too. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Bye, Mike. Thank you. Bye. Eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty. Sometimes I just say it so fast, you don't get a chance to write it down or maybe absorb it. 877-960-9960. That's because Mike has uh, just suggested that from uh, Aventura. And you can text us at 772-497-6530. Youranonymousfeedback.com is always, well, an option. We're going to go to Steve in Jupiter. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Great. A quick question for you. I'm trying to buy a Ford Transvan, and I've only been to one dealership down on, I think it's Bev Smith on North Lake, but he says it takes a year to get one. Wow. A new one. Yeah, is there any solution? I mean, I, I'm willing to travel to go get it. I just, uh, yeah. I was shocked. Um, that. He says Amazon Prime, he said, is buying them all up. Oh, yeah, that's what they're driving and they're painting them blue. Um, the um, that doesn't sound surprising. Um, I don't think any of us here at the show know the specifics about that. You know that that vehicle, but um, that's you know everybody knows what they are. You see them on the road. 
It doesn't surprise me that with the that coming to the end of the supply chain issues that it's hard to get um, some vehicles like that, especially if you have a big buyer like Amazon uh, taking a big chunk out of what, uh, the production of what they're producing. Um, you could, I mean, when you searched initially, did you go on the internet? I mean, you can expand your your search. Like you could go on to Auto Trader and select only new vehicles. And then you can expand the search uh, to, to cover the whole country. So instead of going to individual Ford dealers' websites, you can the just The problem get, is that when you find one, it's probably going to be pretty high priced because yeah. the reason someone has one is because they're asking all the money for it, and you probably really get yeah. hosed. But just take a look, and um, that's something to keep in mind. You don't want to get hosed. Um, and then also possibly, uh, I don't know if, uh, what the used car market is on those, but that might be a, a solution for you. And um, I'd do the same thing on Auto Trader, flip it over to used, and see if there's uh, used vans, if that's something that you could consider. So you, you guys like that, that site, Auto Trader? That's a good well, one well I'm just suggesting it. Um, it's mainly used if, um, for consumers to find cars. All dealers in the country use it to list their used vehicles, and most of them do their new. I'm just suggesting it because it's a shortcut um, yeah. to finding, you know, just a, a search, get search results for all dealers. So you would just uh, put in the, you know, either new or, or, or you want to take a chance on a new, on a used one, and that way you can, you're not limited to the local area here. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I was hoping you could suggest a site. So I'll try Auto Trader and yeah. dig in there. I can't wait a year to get it, and I don't. Yeah, I'm not recommending going there. through the site to actually purchase it. I'm just saying you can identify where where they are, and so you might find one yeah. in, you know, in Upper Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate it. I know you guys have been waiting a while, so you've probably got a lot of people waiting. So thanks. I enjoy your show. You guys have a great day. Oh, right. thank thanks you, Steve. Uh, you know, uh, I I thought that Facebook was up in you know and running, but uh, according to Jonathan, you know, the glitch was fixed, and now it's not fixed. So if we don't have any calls, why don't we go to Stu and get Anne Marie? It's fixed? not. Uh, it's not available. So you can go to YouTube uh, dot com. Uh, forward slash Earl on Cars. Our number is 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And don't forget your anonymous feedback.com. We're going to go to Stu now. Uh, he's got some texts for us. And then we'll swing over to Rick. Yeah, I can't start with Anne Marie because that's going to be a spoiler for Dad's big announcement. No, because that's the reason I want. Oh, to you do want to ease it? Okay, yeah, let's do it. Right. And then we got a, 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 a visual that uh, Jonathan will put up. Gotcha. Okay, Anne Marie says I suspect Earl is going to talk about buying a car on, on Amazon. You can't kick the tires on Amazon, but perhaps the worst dealers uh, will deserve the competition. <laughs> and that alludes to it, and then you can jump into it and, and break the news. Yeah, there, um, I, I I don't know if we have it up on the screen yet, but. Uh, I was frankly shocked. It was online in the uh, uh, automotive news uh, this morning, and I was looking online, and uh, you'll see this, uh, if it's up on the screen or not. But it, basically the headline is, Auto Industry Ponders Impact of Hyundai's Link Up with Amazon. Uh, to summarize it for you, Amazon has struck a deal with Hyundai. When they say Hyundai, of course, remember, Hyundai, Kia, Genesis, there's three makes right there that will happen in January of 2024. Uh, you'll be able to go through the process just like uh, 
I think something like 60 or 70 percent of the world buys on Amazon. Amazon is huge, as you know, the uh, uh, largest retailer in the world. And uh, they, there's a lot of Amazon does that you don't think about, but they also have tremendous computing power. Uh, they, they actually are making about as much money on their web services, AWS, Amazon Web Services, which is cloud computing uh, that they do with retailing. They're, they're huge. So when, you know, when an 800-pound gorilla decides to do something, it's kind of hard to stop them. Uh, this reminds me a little bit about uh, Tesla and Elon Musk, uh, the richest man in the world. Uh, he's building electric vehicles. And he can sell them cheap and lose money if he wants to because he's got all the money. Uh, here we got Jeff Bezos with Amazon. Uh, they, they can pretty much do what they want to do. So they, they broke the ice with Hyundai. And uh, what, the, what they will be doing, price, we don't know what the price is going to be. But we do know the price will be transparent. What do, what do you know if you're a Hyundai if you're an Amazon shopper, you know that when you go on Amazon, the price is the price. There's no games. Uh, they don't tell you the price is this and then change it on you. There's no hidden fees. There's no add-ons. Uh, they, uh, when you buy something on Amazon, 99% of the time, is, it's, it's a very pleasant experience. So uh, you will be able to become to buy these cars on Amazon, these Hyundais, in January. Now... Uh, what's going to happen, in my opinion, is the other manufacturers will be scrambling. Uh, the dealers associations, uh, everybody is scrambling to not miss the bandwagon. A lot of people missed the electric vehicle band bandwagon when Tesla came along. Uh, I don't think they want to see this happen twice. Now, dealer franchise laws protect dealers. But all it protects the dealers is that they get credit for the sale. They... Uh, the, the, the sale has to go through that dealership. So uh, Amazon will be able to strike deals with the dealerships that want to do this. Now, you'd have to be crazy if you're a Hyundai dealer not to want to have your car available on Amazon. If you don't make it available on Amazon, Amazon's going to have a Hyundai for less money than you're selling your Hyundai's for, and you're going to have to have it on Amazon. That's how Ham that's how Amazon did what they did, uh, where they are today, because of price. Uh, if you recall, if you, uh, if you followed Amazon over the years, I've been following Amazon since they were a bookstore, mm -hmm. and Amazon uh, they've lost money year after year. They laughed at Amazon and Jeff Bezos the way they laughed at Elon Musk because Elon Musk was losing money. Well, when you got all the money, it doesn't make any difference if you lose yeah. some. You can just keep on losing. People forget, by the way, and, and this is personal for me, it was the very first place I felt comfortable enough on the Internet to give up my credit card information. Yeah. It was an alien thing when they said, oh, yeah. you're going to type it. Because people heard about ha hackers even back in the 90s. Yeah. So when Amazon came out, that was the first um, online seller that I, I felt comfortable of. And it was a big thing of trust. And I wasn't the only one. You did. Millions and millions of people did. And that opened the floodgates for online yeah. e-commerce. It, it, was, it, it was that revolution. People forget. Yeah, Stu commented when we talked about this earlier that uh, you, you, you pick the car up at a Hyundai dealer, you can have the car delivered directly. Now, for, because of state franchise laws, 
when that car is, it, it would be a drop shipment. Uh, the car would be shipped directly to you, but it would go through the the books of the dealership. Mm-hmm. So that that allows them to abide by state law. See, this is a, a stroke of genius on Amazon's part because all all Amazon, I say all, uh, they've done a huge thing, but the, it's one thing: transparency. Hyundai will be the only dealership uh, that worldwide you'll be able to get a transparent, bottom-line, out-the-door price. <laughs> no, no other dealership, no other manufacturer has that. So it gives you, and you might be able to buy a Hyundai from a local dealer <laughs> for less money. Do you, sorry, do you, do you remember when we got we got a cease and desist letter from, from Amazon? Oh yeah, because we started using uh, <laughs> we started using uh, like similarities, Amazon style. Amazon style. Yeah, we, we we had a, we we ran an advertisement that said uh, buy a car at Earl Stewart Toyota. Uh, we deal we deal like Amazon. Yeah, and and then we got a cease and desist letter. Yeah, we couldn't use their. Stu told me we would get one. I said, well, let's wait till we get yeah, one. Yeah, and then uh, and we got one. But, well. We, we got away it. with it for a few we, months. We didn't hesitate, Lance, if you're still listening. <laughs> we did it. Anyway, that that's the breaking news, and uh, uh, it, it's going to take a while to sink in. We'll be talking about this next week and the week after and for a long time because the the dealers are, are going to get hysterical. The manufacturers secretly like the idea because, first of all, competition. I mean, uh, as I say, uh, when... Ford decided to go electric, and General Motors decided to go electric. All of a sudden, everybody didn't want to miss the electric vehicle bandwagon. Now, no one's going to want to miss the Amazon bandwagon. So hang on to your hats. It's going to be a fun ride. Definitely. Uh, Can you even imagine? I mean, you can select and finance your vehicle. Unbelievable. That's right. You can finance it through uh, Amazon. Yeah. You probably put on your Amazon Rewards visa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, Prime members may get a discount. This is I mean, true. This the is, uh, the sales awesome. will be channeled uh, yeah. through uh, local dealerships. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, folks, you know, we knew this was coming, but did we know it would be right now here? This is proof that everything is changing in the car buying, leasing, uh, everything about it everything about it and it's great news for you for me for everyone i'll be brutally honest uh i buy things on amazon sometimes that i don't shop because the shopping uh and the uh is time consuming uh oftentimes uh i buy things off amazon and when it comes to me uh it's broken in the package or the package gets lost but when i buy something from amazon it's seamless and it's about as near perfect. It's not perfect. I have my issues with Amazon because sure, every once in a great while, but, every once in a great while they send the wrong item. But when every you buy, a, a when you spend while. a lot of money, and you go through a company you know is honest and you know will make it right, and you know you can get your money back, that'll be good to see how the uh, yeah. how that goes. Will you get your? Uh, will we? If have you don't better, like your Hyundai, return it. Will we have a better return policy than Amazon? Yeah, you think. <laughs> Well, there's be unconditional. You know, I would hope so. I don't think there's no way. No. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there's no way. Don't under don't, don't underestimate yourself. I'm just wondering how something like that. And by the way, you okay. can go you can go on Amazon now and buy Hyundai, but it's an electric vehicle, and uh, that I think they're using that 
uh, Hyundai EV, they're using that as the loophole because they haven't got their system set up for the non. And, and as you know, electric vehicles can go direct from the manufacturer, and so it probably would avoid some litigation. But right now, go to uh, just put uh, Hyundai in your Amazon uh, and go to and go right there, and you could buy one. Yeah, and you know, um, and incidentally, uh, online auto sales uh, referral uh, service TrueCar, it, the stock has dropped seven percent. So uh, you know, things are moving quickly, and uh, we're proud to be part of the industry. Uh, to the young lady that called, uh, who was a first-time caller, uh, give us a call back. Um, I'm sorry that uh, we went on. We're going to go to James in Palm Beach Gardens. Good morning, James. Good Hello, morning, James. James. Welcome. Jane, can you hear us out there? I think we lost her. James from Palm Beach Gardens. Uh, give us a call back. So we have... T- Hello? I hear Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. Oh, yeah. This is James from Palm Beach Gardens. Uh, you know, I, I just want to pay my condolences. I went yesterday to see Michael, the salesman. Yes. Uh, yes. I, he passed away, and I felt so bad. Thanks he was just a, a gentleman. He was a gentleman. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, when, when you walk into your dealership and I see him, it was so, even if you buy nothing, it was just a welcome walk into your dealership to meet him. And, he, and he, I, I really felt bad when I heard he passed away. Yeah. Sweet and, man. and, you know, James, uh, he touched so many of us. And um, he was a great addition uh, to the family um, out at the dealership. And uh, it goes without saying that he was so passionate and had so much empathy, you know, about uh, selling a car uh, that it was just amazing. And he will be very much missed. And a food pantry at one time for a volunteer. I remember him telling me that. Yeah. Uh, he was doing, uh, you know, giving food out to people that needed it. Yeah, yeah. he's very caring. He took plate. We did. Uh, he did the uh, meals on now, wheels. It was a shock. It was a shock when I walked in. He was a young guy, and it was a shock that uh, he passed away. So I just want to pay my condolences. Thank you. Uh, so about Th- very Thank you so man. much, James. You're very kind. Okay, thank you. Happy thank Thanksgiving. Eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530, youranonymousfeedback.com. Take advantage of that. Uh, we will go to Stu uh, okay. if you have anything, or we'll yeah. swing over to Rick. Well, we uh, we covered the Amazon thing. Amory uh, um, kicked that off. But we have me. a call. Yeah, we have a call from Deerfield That's Beach. Great. And uh, we have uh, the, a call from uh, Tricia uh, from Boca. I believe that that's who I was waiting for. Yeah, first-time caller. Okay, we'll go. Tricia, you hold on. Uh, Brad, uh, good morning. Welcome. Good morning, Brad. Oh, good morning. Welcome. <laughs> How are you? Thanks. People are falling asleep. <laughs> that's okay. You know, uh, I was listening in... in I always listen. Uh, it's very interesting your your take on you know the, uh, the future of buying cars and whatnot. But I think if you look a bit further into the future, the the future is that we will eventually not need to own a car. 
yeah. in the future yeah. when Amazon, let's say, or when the, uh, the technology exists that you just, and it already exists, uh, you know, that I read an article a while back and it said that uh, if you drive less than 10,000 miles a year, it's, it's actually cheaper just to, to use Uber and things like that. Sure, yeah. I think that's the, that's the future is that you won't even have a car. Uh, you won't have to insure it and register it and maintain it. You know, it, it's just you'll flip your phone out and you'll click a button and a, a car will pull up in front and beep and there'll be no driver in it and off you go. And that's the future. That'll cost you about uh, two or $3,000 a year. Just think what... Uh, your car costs you today. I don't care whether you got a Bentley or a or a Ford, a Ranger, but uh, it's a lot of money compared to two or three thousand dollars a year, and that would include everything, fully autonomous. Uh, all you do is just uh, you know hit your smartphone app, car picks you up, takes you to the grocery store, and then when you come back out, it picks you up and takes you to the pharmacy, and then it takes you to grandmother's house for Thanksgiving. So, it's. Uh, uh, you you you're, you'll be paying for the time in your car only. You're not going to be paying for the time is sitting in the garage or rusting out in front of your house, and uh, it's going to be a huge economic boost to the economy. But you're uh, for two or three thousand dollars as opposed to what probably ten or twelve thousand dollars now. Yeah, and ex- exactly, and uh, you know, you, you, they're also once they get the autonomous <clears throat> driving down. Uh, you know, the insurance is what's killing a lot of people, too, the car insurance. Sure. Once they get the autonomous driving down, you won't have to worry about that, you know, anymore. That you just, you know, the car shows up, it drives you where you got to go, and, hey, you'd be drunk in the back seat on your way home from the bar. You know, it right. doesn't matter. You know, it'll take you home. There you go. <laughs> Put you to bed, hopefully. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of problems will be solved in this future, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I like to... Uh, ponder things and you know you talk about amazon and and how they're going to modernize the uh the car buying industry i'd love to see them take over the uh, health insurance industry where you know you, you could go on amazon or shop a doctor and they have to compete against each other and you're not going through insurance yeah and, you, you know, do have like they do have and this might be a, uh, like a sneak peek to what they're thinking about there's uh, you use amazon pharmacy um that's uh, i mean they've gotten to that I'm a member too, and it's 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 way better than dealing with uh, your, the local pharmacy. It just it shows up. You don't have to worry about running out. It's great. Now, it, the funny, it, could, it could be that the whole auto industry uh, boils down to Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk. I mean, uh, yeah, the, the the two richest men in the world uh, would control transportation in the world i mean it's, it could easily happen i mean uh, i don't think that would be a good thing <laughs> no why because well, it couldn't mind. be much worse than what we got <laughs> because <laughs> so, I, I, I wanted to uh, relay this a story a, to you because i know you, you you guys love your electric cars and um you know before i do uh there was a story a couple of months ago that said that Toyota was coming out with some new battery system that was going to revolutionize. Yes. Solid, solid state, state battery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, they I'll do it without the liquid can... electrolytes, and it's a solid state battery that's co- compact, charge fa- charge, charges faster, doesn't have the, the, the fire issue, and um, has, the, I think, a seven, 700 to 900-mile range. I heard different figures. But. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I, I uh, have a, uh, a Lexus, 
CT, they discontinued that model. It's, it's basically a, a fancy Prius. But I love that car. It's the best car I've ever owned. And yeah. I average about 45 to the gallon, which, I mean, the, the down part is you have the weakness of the batteries going bad over time. But, and you also have the maintenance involved with changing oil and oil filters and air filters and all spark plugs and all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. But right now, I think it's it's pretty much the most practical. I wish it was a plug-in. I wish I could you know, go, because I don't drive more than 20, 30 miles in a day. You know, it'd be nice to plug it in and yeah. not even have to run that gas engine. But this, no, the story I was going to relay to you is FPL. Uh, are you familiar with this evolution program that they have where you, uh, yes. it's $38 a month and they install a, mm-hmm. a, a level two charger in your garage? Yeah. Yes, we've heard about that. I was I was really glad to see that it was um, expand those that sort of thing was coming to the utilities instead of just you know from from Tesla, because I was actually considering getting a, uh, a a Tesla battery to work with the generator. I mean to work with uh, solar, but um, yeah. that's pretty cool. I'm glad that they're doing that. Are, are, did you sign up for it? No, so I was investigating. And I haven't haven't purchased an electric car yet. I was really looking hard into it, and it would have been it would fit my lifestyle back when I was commuting back and forth thirty miles to work. But now I'm retired. I don't do much driving. It really doesn't fit my lifestyle. But um, no, the the interesting part was so I called up and I had some questions, and the FPL evolution expert got on with me and and. I said, I see here that it says you have to have Wi-Fi in your house. Why is that? And she said, well, uh, because it communicates with, you know, you know, the mother uh, system. The, the grid, and yeah. So I said, well, that's co- I don't have Wi-Fi. I do everything off my phone, and, and uh, that's going to cost me another $50 a month. And she's like, well, I mean, that's just part of the deal. You cannot get it without... Paying the fifty, you know, you gotta you gotta buy a, uh, a Wi-Fi. You have to have a Wi-Fi system. That's like fifty dollars a month right there. And I'm like, well, that buys me a lot of gasoline. Yeah. You know. Okay. Well, question number two. I said, okay, so it's a smart system, and I understand that you basically get free charging after nine p.m. and yeah, they you know, do it when the, off yeah. peak hours. Right. Right. So I said. Um, since it's a smart system, and I'm signing up. Let's say my wife has an electric car can i plug into can i plug it into my car at 9 p.m charge it up till midnight and then plug it into her car or is it only for one car and she goes oh i don't know i can answer that for you it's how many outlets you got it's during that period of time so if you had how many charges do you have at home for the for the car well, I don't have an electric car, but what I'm saying oh, is, yeah. I asked you would have, you would need, is, yeah, you would need to, um, if you wanted to charge both cars simultaneously, you would need two no, no, chargers. No. no, no, not simultaneously. My question was, let's say I sign up for the system, and they say, okay, you're good to go, and it's right. a smart system, and that car is allowed to be charged uh, for free. But what if my brother comes down from Orlando and he needs to charge his electric car? Will it allow me to charge? Oh, I, 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 miss, I, might, I might have missed a point in the system. I, I believe, I thought it was they have the battery there so it charges, um, and then during, um, it, you use that during the peak hours when, ex, when the electricity is expensive. And then when the electricity is cheaper, then you can get it off the grid. And so I don't think it matters what you're using the electricity for in your home, I, I don't, is, 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 unless you're, the Evolve no, no. program is specifically for electric vehicles. 
No, it, it doesn't involve a, a battery. I'm, I'm not sure. So they, what, the, the program is this. You pay $38 a month. They come in and install a level two charger for your electric car. And okay. it will allow you to the charge battery. the car. Gotcha. No, gotcha. it will allow you to charge the car after 9 p.m. It's cheap. Yeah. Until gotcha. when it's cheap, right? Sure. Okay. So I have, but in order to qualify, you have to install a Wi-Fi router system yeah. in your house Most at fifty dollars a that. month. Yeah, I think I don't know anybody who doesn't have a Wi-Fi in their home. Yeah, we, absolutely. You're, talk, you're talking to them. You're, <laughs> you're the first person I've met since 1998. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, Brad, it, it was just yes. great uh, talking with you and uh, you sharing all this information. Uh, Rick is going to wrap this up because we got calls. Go ahead, Rick. Quick note in from Donovan here. I actually just got mine installed this Wednesday from FBL. Cost 31 a month for unlimited charging at nights and weekends. You have to have Wi-Fi because the charger sends you uh, how many kilowatt hours you use to minus it off your electric bill. For the caller, you can plug in as many cars as you want. FPL has no idea what car is plugged in. Great information from Donovan. Yeah. 877-960-9960. Sorry, Brad. We're going to have to take okay. the, the next call. Thanks. Have a great weekend. Happy Thanksgiving. Our text number is 772-497-6530. And uh, your anonymous feedback dot com back to a stew or rick jump over to rick he's got some access, a lot of stuff bubbling over there i've got one interesting question from guy larrabee here uh which by the way he says it's 50 degrees today in ottawa canada where he is um <laughs> that's a heat wave and he says he'll be in florida by wednesday <laughs> he's running from it already uh what have we heard about the new toyota stout and will it be electric Probably <clears throat> this, the Toyota Stout, I think, is the thing that's supposed to. It's like a small, a small pickup truck. Supposed um, to be slightly smaller than, than the Tacoma. Tacoma, <laughs> right? Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure. Listen, we got a lot of information thrown at us from the from Toyota, and <clears throat> they're they're trying to please many different audiences. So when they're talking to dealers, you know, they're not blowing, they're not pumping up the electric vehicle future when they're talking to regulators and, and customers. And they, so, but yes, they said that the stout little, the little truck, if it ever does, because it's not a production, it's not in production yet, I don't think. Wow. So it's a, a little, um, but it should be a cool little car. Reminds mm -hmm. me of the, uh, the old, is it Subaru Brat? Yeah. Yeah. That little pickup truck. Hmm. Well, and they, and they say it's supposed to try to compete with the Ford Maverick. Right. Yeah. So. Interesting. All right. Okay. Uh, back to Rick. Uh, let's see if we got any others here. Um, most of these we've okay. already hit upon. Well, I got, I guess I, got, I just didn't want to hog all the all the text time. <laughs> nope, so go I got for it. from Tim in West Palm Beach says, um, "Good morning, great show. This there is a car dealership, and and I think Earl needs to pay attention to this because I think he'll be skeptical here. There's a car dealership in Hollywood, Florida." that doesn't charge a dealer fee. Um, I'm interjecting here. That's in the belly of the beast, folks. I, I'm, I'm, I'm already skeptical. Okay, wait a second, I have to sit down. Okay, sit down, don't, <laughs> I don't want you to fall. Uh, it doesn't charge a dealer fee. A lot of dealerships do. How is the dealership in Hollywood making up that money? Lastly, what does the dealership, dealer fee, dealership fee consist of? Thank you, Tim in West Palm Beach. Well, that's a name game, right? I mean, yeah, that's that's all it uh, is. I, we have other dealers that have advertised no dealer fee. In fact, I I meant to uh, what was advertising the other day. I I dropped the ball. I didn't call and verify. But uh, the the 
the dealer fee became such a negative uh, turnoff, everybody said, oh, you know, if you go into a car dealership, in addition to the price they advertise, they're going to charge you a big, fat dealer fee. So the dealer's got an idea. I got an idea. Let's just not call it a dealer fee anymore. We'll call it a, a widget. We'll call it a, a Robin Redbreast. I'm being facetious, but they came up with electronic filing fee, dock fee, administration fee, tag agency fee. And state law in Florida and probably a lot of other states allows them to get away with this. So when a dealer says we don't have a dealer fee, that means they don't have a junk fee that they name dealer fee. They have a bunch of other junk fees that they name something else. Right. I would like to, if you can, um, if, you, if you're listening, um, Tim, if you want to send us the name of the dealership, I'd be happy to do a little deep dive into their website and their listings and yeah. their disclosures. The, the, Otherwise, the acid test a- for a uh, phony fee, yeah. uh, we call legitimate fees government fees. Government fees don't charge sales tax on the, on the, they're already a tax, so they don't charge a tax on a tax. So when you see something that a dealer is charging you, if you can check to see if there was sales tax charged on that item, then it's a phony fee because yeah, you don't have to pay tax on a tax. That's the way to differentiate. It's easy way to figure it out. Yeah. Um, here's anonymous feedback. We good? We are good. This is important. We missed it uh, last week because we got caught up with a lot of callers, um, but it came in on anonymous feedback. Our daughter saved a lot of money purchasing a new car by taking your advice. She went to a Honda dealer who had a $3,000 markup and wouldn't budge, and she walked. Uh, she then went to a Kia dealer, and they had a $5,500 markup. She called us, and we said to walk. And she started to walk, but they ran out. They, they, they ran out. They started coming down little by little until they ended up at MSRP. <laughs> uh, thanks to you and what you te- te- tell us each week, and it has she saved thousands. You do a great service. Oh, thank well, you. Well, thanks very much for that. Those are my feedback. favorite. I love uh, getting that. Yeah, and also, thank you. Also, let me say so, Let me compliment your daughter, because uh, in addition to her gaining from information she got from the show, and we appreciate uh, thank you on that. She had the uh, nerve. Chutzpah, uh, uh, courage, uh, you know, she was able to stand up, and a lot of people can't. Uh, when you go into a car dealership today, you have to be tough. And too many people are just nice, and they just don't want confrontation. And so when a salesman comes up, and he's got all that charisma, and he's likable, and he's got that great smile, and he tells you what you want to hear, compliments you on your uh, intelligence and research, I mean, uh, and and then hits you with that junk fee and hits you with that uh, dealer-installed accessory and the digital dealer markup. Most people are not ready to look a a salesman in the eye and say, no, you're taking advantage of me, and turn around and walk out. That took courage for your daughter. So your daughter, you you got a great daughter there, and this show really is for the people out there that don't have that kind of ability. You know, if everybody... I uh, had that kind of courage. You can go into any dealership and do battle. It wouldn't be pleasant, but you could do battle, and you could pretty much win the negotiation or at least break even. You wouldn't be really, really taken advantage of. But people are not built like that. Psych- you know, psychologically, people are not right. looking for a fight. Right. If if they were, we would have a very yeah. violent society. Uh, the, well, we the, do. Pe- <laughs> the people that are built like that that are looking for a fight. 
They can buy cars real cheap. Are lawyers? Lawyers. <laughs> I think that uh, that's a lawyer mentality. When you take a litigation attorney, a plaintiff's attorney, uh, trial trial lawyers. What I'm trying to say, uh, trial lawyers can go into Napleton and take advantage of Napleton. <laughs> Ed comes running out going, where's my money? Yeah, I don't know. Um, anyway, um, you know, uh, to your daughter, arming yourself with uh, knowledge uh, is just uh, an amazing tool. And she did just that. And uh, it's just uh, a, a great text that you sent in. And as I said earlier, uh, there are a lot of women who are listening to the show. And I want to thank you for sharing that uh, story with us. Okay. Okay. Um, Marty just uh, hey, came Marty. in. So we'll, we're going to break uh, from the text and YouTubes, and we're going to go to Marty, who calls us from West Palm Beach. Okay. How you doing today? Good morning, Marty. Great. Hi. Two questions. First of all, with the Amazon and Hyundai, can you return the Hyundai to Whole Foods? In the locker. <laughs> okay. Can you pick it up in the locker? I don't know. Right. The next question is, Napleton runs the Hyundai dealers for the most part here in West Palm. So do you mean to tell me that they're going to be forced to selling that Hyundai at the same price all over the country? No. You're going to put them, you're going to put them out of business. No. Uh, Amazon... Uh, this this remains to be determined by Amazon, but I think they'll do the same thing they do today. If if you if you have a product you want to buy, and uh, you go to Amazon, chances are if you want to spend the time, uh, you can go to Walmart, Target, and or you can Google and get all other retail outlets. Uh, Amazon uh, has a policy of putting a price on their website that is going to get action and sell and they can adjust the price up or down. Amazon's strength is they can take a price as low as they want because they're not, they're so big that they can afford to lose money for uh, indeterminate periods of time. So what they try to do is they try to build the volume. That's what they did I think for 20 years, correct me if I'm wrong, you investors out there, I think Amazon lost money for 20 years. And the sales just kept growing, and the company was huge, but they kept losing money. And Wall Street was laughing at them. You can't do this. So pretty much all of a sudden, Walmart, I mean, uh, Amazon looks around, and they got, they've got most of the business. Now they start raising the prices. So that's what... That's what's going to happen. You'll still have your uh, the, the 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 best news, Marty, to this whole Amazon thing is not that the Amazon is always going to have the lower price. Amazon will have a transparent price, and you can take that price and you can shop it with a Hyundai dealer, and he can make it a lower price. So that that for sure is happening. Uh, I think eventually, with the volume that. Uh, Amazon does, eventually, when they have to, they will have the lowest price because nobody can compete with Amazon when they want to cut a price down. It's like uh, Costco. They're so, they're so big that, that, that they can adjust their prices as low as they have to. Yeah. Well, the thing I thought is, of course, you get these dealers like Napleton. Now they're charging you uh, dealer prep, and they're charging you a fee to get the license plate. 
and they're charging you all kinds of crazy fees. Yeah. It, it, no matter what they're getting the car from, yeah. and they're doing the warranty work, I assume. So, so you'll go you online know. to Amazon. You look at your your Hyundai model, your make model that you want to buy, and you will put it in your basket. And you'll print a copy of that out, and you'll take it to Napleton and say, I have this in my Amazon basket. If I push buy, it'll be here next week. Now, do you want to sell it to me today? Because I have a check in my hand. I'll take it today if you'll give me that car and take this check and let me take the car home. So that's the strength you have now as a purchaser. You have someone that Naples can choose to compete or not compete, and you'll have an out-the-door price to make him compete if he wants to. Okay, well, it'll, I guess it'll be a very interesting purchase. It will. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I wish Toyota would come out with a good electric car to compete with, uh, you know, a Tesla. They will. They will. I, I guarantee you. I mean, uh, uh, Toyota is the, is, uh, is the largest, most powerful richest uh, auto manufacturer in the world and um, and I, I they're above Tesla I mean not in terms of market cap because that's an artificial number but uh, Toyota is huge and they're smart and they they have one huge advantage over everybody else they look at the long run they look at they look at 20 years hence 30 years hence uh, they're not worried about what happens every 30 days. That's all Ford, GM, Chrysler, the rest of them, they think on 30 days at a time because they're watching the stock go up and all the CEOs have got these stock options and bonuses and all they care about is short-term driving the stock up. Toyota doesn't look at it that way, so they'll have some great electric vehicles later than they should have because they screwed up there, but they'll be back. Well, I know that's what happened to Kodak because I was from Rochester, and Kodak uh, didn't go digital. They were still doing regular film, and, oh. and they went down the tubes. Good fast. example, yeah. I I, oh. I miss going to the uh, photo sh- the uh, picking up the film at Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, have a good Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, Marty. It was great to hear from you again. Have a wonderful weekend. Um, You know, later on in the show, just about 9.30, uh, we're uh, going to have the Dog of the Week. And um, you can go to Big Dog Ranch Rescue, uh, www.bigdogranchrescue.org. And you can take a look at all the dogs that they have there. And, uh, by the way, if you didn't know it, Big Dog Ranch is the largest, the largest cage-free, no-kill dog rescue in the United States. Can you believe that? Mm-hmm. They do a fantastic job. So stay tuned for our Dog of the Week. Emerson will be with us about 9.30. Back to Stu. All right, we have another anonymous feedback here waiting for us. Um, Joey Accardi, CDJ. That's in Pompano Beach. Florida, everybody. Joey Cardi CDJ is a terrible dealership. My husband worked there for two months. They consistently stole each other's commissions. When someone else stole his commissions, he left after their corrupt management did nothing. He had many people walk out during financing due to their price hikes. Their dealer fee is now $2,500. Wow. Hmm. Yikes. Okay. Um, 
and we yeah we know all um, we don't know much that about about Julia Cardi. Um, I think we've shopped them before though. Probably. I'll go check the list. Probably. Um, the Garber Group. Uh, we shopped them last week. Uh, they're uh, up in Pennsylvania. The Garber Auto Group is well known in the Saginaw, Michigan area. I believe this is the home of their first dealership owned by the family. And when I located to Port St. Lucie, Florida, I wondered if the Garber dealership in Fort Pierce was related to the family um, that owned the dealership in Saginaw. So I called. Sure enough, same family. I checked some things at the Saginaw store, and they did not have near the add-ons and fees and bad sales tactics as the one down here in, uh, yeah. in Florida. Very disappointed on the mystery shopping report. They have a decent reputation in, in Michigan. Yeah. You know, part, part of I, 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 I would be remiss if I didn't defend dealers to some extent. Uh, picture yourself as a, uh, a young entrepreneur and you're getting ready to get into the automobile business. You think I'd like to have a, a car dealership and you're a little naive, but you got a lot of money and you, you, you get a dealership and you decide you want to advertise cars and sell cars and make money. Suddenly you realize that all your competitors are advertising cars below what it costs you to buy a car from the manufacturer. And you say, how can they do that? And uh, there's a little bit of that domino effect that creates want to be honest business people to feel compelled uh, to lie, cheat, and steal like everybody else in the car business. Because if your competition is is advertising the exact same year make model car for a thousand dollars less than it costs you to buy it, what are you going to do? Just quietly go out of business? No, you you get into the game and you advertise it a thousand dollars less, which makes it two thousand dollars less than he can buy the car, and the games begin. And that's what happens. Uh, uh, it's a it's a rotten egg, a rotten apple in the barrel syndrome. One, one rotten apple can contaminate the entire market. That's right. Um, I think that's it for the... Uh, oh, wait, there's one more anonymous feedback. We are all but a kite dancing in the wind. It's very profound. Hmm. I would correctly say we are all but kites dancing in the wind, but, you know, I'm a, I'm a particular person. <laughs> we have a text from uh, Joe and Carol. They said they'd like to take this opportunity to thank Mr. Stewart for intervening on um, our behalf and finding a 2023 forerunner. Leonel and Matt made sure all my wife's extras were installed with the auto. The red phone works. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Joe and Carol. And I'm all caught up here. Okay. Rick. My only question, is Amazon gonna have nitrogen in the tires? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, listen, I, I wouldn't I, I stole that from T Cash on, on YouTube here, but T -Cash I, I had, right. had to ask Lots that Lots of one. questions. I, listen, I mean, <laughs> It's got to make the car dealership, the car dealers happy to some degree. So I'm just, uh, we'll see how it plays out. Um, but I can picture that because sometimes some things you buy on Amazon and there's options like you, you select something, then there's size and there's this. So yep. size, it's going to be what I think what they're going to do is like there's a lot of, you know, they call it online retailing and there is very few actual like online retailing where people are bu buying cars A to Z. Um, and there's all sorts of platforms that are available to dealers. Um, um, some are like Roadster. Uh, there's uh, there's a million different names, and uh, SmartPath is another one. And but but Amazon obviously jumping in to become an online retailer is pretty pretty. 
crazy because they have just perfected this. They have a global distribution network. They, they move products all over the world better than anybody. And uh, putting cars into that equation is going to be a really, really, really neat thing. Can't wait to see how it plays out. I got to say, it's, it is pretty cool to go on Amazon at like 10 o'clock in the morning. Buy a car and have breakfast. Buy it now. <laughs> and four hours later, it's at your door. Yeah. Uh, it's That's pretty wow. cool. Yeah. I feel bad for all our local merchants, though. Um, hmm. But they're online, too. Okay. Again, I want to remind everyone, we do have uh, Emerson that will be coming up about uh, 9.30. And uh, remember that uh, we do pay the... Uh, I was going to say the dealer fee. The doggy fee. <laughs> the dealer flea. Yeah, the dealer flea. We pay the uh, the fee for adopting uh, the dog, so keep that in mind as to how expensive it is to adopt a dog uh, today. Uh, so I see Earl leaving through the automotive news, and I think he has something to share with us. Well, I just kind of I was thinking about a little confession I make I I made light of the fact that a lot of the electric vehicles didn't have AM radios, and I said, well, you can always stream uh, the AM stations and so on, so forth. And uh, besides, AM radios are useless; they're 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 obsolete. And so sometimes when you uh, get, excuse get to me, s- we were desperate uh, during that's that. That's what I was just trying to say. We were dur- so, during that storm. Uh, the other day, we had a real <laughs> a storm uh, in South Florida. And that was uh, extremely severe uh, in the neighborhood that Nancy and I live in. Um, suffice it to say, the electricity went out at 1:53 in the morning, and we lost, not only did we lose the electricity, uh, our generator went out. Uh, so we really had no electricity, and of course the internet went out, and the telephones, and everything's out. So uh, we were totally incommunicado. So I said, I got an idea. Let's go out, and we'll sit in the car. And the Tesla, see if we could. I couldn't find an AM radio station even to stream. But of course, the Wi Fi was out and the uh, internet was out. And so there is something to be said for AM radios. I take back all that negative thing that I said about AM radios. And that was, uh, that was uh, hopefully a once in a uh, 20 year event. I think the last time that's happened to us in a hurricane has been 20 years. But yeah. It was still very unpleasant. It pays to uh, maintain the uh, generator. Oh, one other point I wanted to make, and it was from, there were some articles in the Automotive News also about uh, car dealers being getting in trouble with the lenders uh, because they are submitting false credit applications. Um, this is a uh, easy way to sell cars. If you lie to your lender, meaning the lender that the dealer works with, um, you can phony up a credit application, and if you're the buyer, uh, you're personally responsible for that credit application. Uh, so be very careful when you go into a car dealership. Uh, if you have marginal credit uh, and you suddenly find out you're able to buy a car, maybe more expensive than you thought you could uh, have credit for, and uh, everything went too smoothly, be sure that you read your credit application before you sign it. There's no other business anywhere that you sign more papers that you don't read than when you buy a car. But be very sure you read the credit application. If they misrepresent your income, uh, your employment, uh, your uh, any of the 
vital information that you have to have to get credit. And they send it to the lender, and the lender loans them money. Uh, you can be, it's a federal violation. What, what more can I say? You could really be in trouble with the federal government for defrauding the bank that loaned the money. So be careful before you sign your name to a credit application. Okay, um, I think that uh, Jonathan, we're going to go to uh, the dog of the week. Is that fair to say? Emerson. Okay, um, Josh is going to be uh, from Big Dog Ranch. Uh, he will be uh, giving us the uh, information on Emerson. And I remind you that you can go to uh, www.bigdogranch.org and uh, you can pull up uh, all, all the dogs and uh, let it roll. roll Big it. Dog Ranch Rescue would like to introduce you to Emerson. He's a very sweet and energetic five-month-old shepherd mix. Emerson is currently in our foster care program at a wonderful home awaiting his forever home. Emerson and his litter mates were actually born at the ranch and Emerson has been at a foster home since he was a wee puppy. He gets along great puppy. with other dogs. <laughs> he gets along shit. great with anybody he meets. He there loves he people. He gets along great with kids. He's a very sweet dog. He'd be the perfect family dog. Emerson is also very smart. He's already potty trained. He knows a few commands. He's very <laughs> obedient and is just a wonderful, well-rounded dog. If you'd like to meet Emerson or check out any of our dogs, please fill out an application at bdrr.org. And if you'd like to meet Emerson in particular, just give us a call or shoot us an email at adoptions at bdrr.org and you can set up an appointment. <laughs> he is in the foster care program, so you'd have to make an appointment. We can bring him in for you but he would be a wonderful addition to any home. If you're looking for a smart, loyal companion, look no further. Emerson is the dog for you. He would be great as your only dog, but would actually flourish in a multiple dog family. He gets along well with other puppies, older dogs, bigger dogs, smaller dogs. He's just a great, well-rounded pup. If you're interested in Emerson, shoot us an email at adoptions at bdrr.org and just come over, make an appointment to meet this wonderful pup. Well, I think that uh, Josh said it all. Gosh, what a cute That, that was puppy. a great description. Yeah. I, just, I felt comfortable just keeping my mouth shut. Yeah, absolutely. Totally saying, like, Can't make pup, it any better than puppies that. Puppies don't come with baggage. So when he's saying, yeah, it's going to get along, multiply dog, phone, cats, babies, because this this is a puppy. <laughs> he's a blank slate. So um, he get along with everybody. He's, all puppies are good. <laughs> he's puppies just are so very happy. Good. Go lucky and yeah, uh, <laughs> absolutely energetic. Yeah, yeah, for the people that are just in their cars or, or aren't watching the video, um, he's a shepherd mix. He's all black. He looks like he's about a foot long, seven inches tall. Yeah. <laughs> he's got like pointy ears that are floppy. And the video we saw, he's just running around the backyard, um, playing, catching tennis balls, and looking like you would expect a happy, yeah. happy puppy. Not a look. care in the world. Not a care yeah. in the world. Yeah. yeah, I'm reading. I'm reading a book now. Uh, so I don't the it was New York Times uh, recommended bestseller. Uh, it's called The Body Keep Score. It's written by a psychiatrist. And it's all about psychoanalysis and about trauma and about this, that, and the other. And I had no idea of the scientific evidence that backed up having a dog in the family uh, uh, helps depression, actual illness. Uh, it, uh, I, I can foresee the future where it'll be 
insurance companies will require you to have a dog yeah, well. because they are absolutely uh, 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 like having a child. Yeah, we had a dog in the family growing up. And yeah, it, that dog caused depression and illness, though. Well, I'm kidding. This is it's a it's a setup for a joke. Let's put it this way. Sparky Sue was, meant he had his ups and downs. No, Sparky was wonderful. Yeah, he's unconditional a dog. love. And he's I, a used to, I used to beat the hell out of Sparky. And oh, he was, don't say that. And he still loved me. <laughs> so, I mean, that shows you. The he me. didn't beat the hell out of Sparky. <laughs> I'm just joking. Hey, I sat in front of the fireplace. Uh, <clears throat> Alcohol involved and heard a lot of stories. Confessions. <laughs> no, I, uh, That's I, the next I'm, book. I'm trying to make a serious point here. A lot of people don't realize it, that that dogs actually are... They're very therapeutic. We're, we're talking about being good to the dogs. We're saying, oh, yeah, all these homeless dogs, please give them a home. And we're trying to appeal to you to do that. I'm saying do yourself a favor. Uh, if you're, I mean, and you can, you can foster a dog, if you don't believe me, uh, and see how it makes you feel. Dogs make people feel better. Yep. So uh-huh. do yourself a favor. Forget about the dog. Help yourself out. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, we'll getting to back kind of to the point, <laughs> which is uh, for Emerson, our sponsored dog is um, grab them up as soon as possible because the puppies go fast and we're paying the adoption fees on yeah, this and one. And wouldn't that be a great Christmas gift? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, th- can you imagine for, for a, f- a little a family, puppy under yeah. the Christmas tree? Mm-hmm. The kids come down. It's hard to hide a big dog, but like a little puppy dog, you can put them in a well, box. Yeah. This big dog ranch has got so many puppies is we we take pregnant dogs and uh, a lot of you know, it's hard to find a home for a pregnant dog because you want one dog. You don't want two dogs or six dogs, but uh, Big Dog Ranch takes those dogs from the pounds and the and the other uh, shelters that don't know what to do with them, and so they actually built Big Dog Ranch Puppy City. Yep. And um, um, the Puppy City, a Big it used Dog to be Ranch, just a puppy town. Puppy town. But now it's Puppy City. Fox Hatchie grows. There's a bunch of houses. They're all different colors. And each house, they're like little bitty houses, and they each of them have puppies in there. Uh So Big Dog Ranch has a maternity row where the mama dogs have the puppies. And then the the puppies go and live in in Puppy City until we find homes for the puppies. Amazing. Loxahatchee uh, Grove, Florida. If you're in South Florida, do yourself a favor. Take a drive out to Big Dog Ranch Rescue. It's on Okeechobee Boulevard, and uh, it's in Loxahatchee. It's about 20 minutes, 30 minutes uh, west if you're on US 1. Go yeah. to Puppy City, sit down, and, and have the puppies will all climb all over you. Yeah. Yeah. We had a great time out there, you know, uh, in spite of the rain. I mean, it was a it was a monsoon, but we did have a great time. And uh, as uh, Jonathan reminded all of us to uh, to remind uh, the audience that uh, we pick up the registration fees. Uh, so there's quite a savings, you know. I mean, adoption fees, uh, the registration, all, all of that. And I think that comes to a total of 200 dollars if I'm not mistaken uh, you know one of my greatest memories of uh, my dog Susie well m- my aunt, me and my daughters was the fact that she always waited at the door for me to come home from work and I knew that she would be waiting for me you know it didn't matter what was going on and with three kids anything could be going on Uh, but there she was she was so faithful to me and she shared so much love with me she made me feel very important I walk in through my front door 
And my girl Harley Quinn is just spinning in circles yeah. and jumping three feet oh. off the ground, just panting and super excited because Daddy's home. It never stops. And until until I actually, I have her get up in my chair so I can lean over and pet her easy and hug her and really rub the belly yeah. until I greet her properly. Yeah. She is just right on me. Yeah, she's a big dog, does too. Does she love yeah. you more than Chris? Hmm? Does she love you more than Chris loves you? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you that. You know how to tell who yeah. loves you more than the dog or the wife? Oh, God. Old joke. Well, I'm texting Chris. Lock in the trunk of the car for 30 seconds and then let him out and see who was happy to see you. Oh, I, I, yep. I, I don't even have to. I know. teases me all yep. the time about my dad's dog uh, because when we lived in Pittsburgh, he'd let, uh, peanuts, uh, he'd let uh, peanuts out and she'd go down and she'd get inside this big Cadillac and sit there for an hour and he'd go back out and it was like as if he took her for a ride she was yep. just so happy just to be in the car yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i need to try that with wally seriously he doesn't care where we go i just like we should just go sit out there for five minutes yeah he's all uh, <laughs> wally's always with you yeah. uh we are going to go to our uh mystery shop of the week and uh ladies and gentlemen as uh, uh i always tell you please uh we'd like to hear your vote and you can vote at our text number and that's 772 that's 772 472-497-6530 and our mystery shop came again from pennsylvania mckeesport and that's about, uh, I'd say, maybe 20, 25 minutes from Pittsburgh. And uh, I think the, uh, what is it? The, yeah, did you look this up? That river that flows through the Yakahaney? Uh, the Allegheny? <laughs> no, not the Yakahaney. Yes, the Yakahaney. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, the Mystery Shopping Report is from Riverview Chevrolet in McKeesport, Pennsylvania. Thank you to our mystery shopper fabulous job that she does agent lightning does week in and week out and thank you Stu, uh for writing such a great interesting mystery shop well i'll read this as if i were agent lightning speaking in the first person i arrived mid-afternoon on a friday and was greeted by a salesman named devon d-e-v-o-n he greeted me warmly and demonstrated his extensive knowledge uh, aiding in my decision for a new chevy equinox Despite earlier seeing this several, several to choose from online, I picked the one on the showroom floors. As I saw it, it was a new 2024 Chevrolet Equinox RS in mosaic black metallic. It's nice to see a Maroney label where it was supposed to be. <laughs> if you're a regular listener, uh, this has become a running joke. Federal law, uh, the Maroney Act of 1958 requires that the Manufacturer suggested retail sticker, aka Monroney label, be affixed to the window and can only be removed by the owner when they purchase the car upon delivery. That's a federal law. We shop week after week after week. It's very rare that they abide by this federal law, and nobody gives a damn. Nobody, there's no regulation, nobody's fined, uh, nobody cares. So it was nice to see. A Monroni label where it was supposed to be. The MSRP was $32,820. Devon offered, would you like to test drive this one? Uh, 
it was pouring rain. I could see what a logistical and wet nightmare it would be to get this particular equinox out of the shore of my ass if he had something more convenient for us to get into for the test drive. Devin quickly arranged for a test drive with the same model, but this one was parked outside under an overhang. During the ride, he meticulously explained all the safety features and patiently answered every question I had. In our conversation, Devin mentioned, we don't have a dealer fee here. We don't have dealer fees here, plural. The only fees are those mandated by the state of Pennsylvania. Hmm. So I made a note when I read Stu's uh, rendition here, and I said, interesting. He then inquired, are you a Costco member? We also honor a Costco discount for that. And that's refreshing, too, because salespeople are generally paid on commission. The bigger the profit, the higher the price, the higher their commission. The Costco prices are extremely low. And a salesperson would really have to be an honest guy or an honest gal to say, are you a Costco member? Because if you didn't know about their auto buying program, they'd get a super low price and their commission would be much lower. So your Devon is actually asking if you're a Costco member. After returning to the dealership and navigating through the range of the building, we settled at Devon's desk. He requested my license and brought out a sheet of paper. Are you planning on registering the car here or in Florida? He asked. I explained, I'll likely co-sign with my son and register it here. The insurance is much lower than in South Florida. And I believe that. Florida, by the way, if you listened last week, uh, is 88% higher uh, than it was two years ago, the highest increase of any other state in the United States. So South Florida, or Florida in itself, is a terrible place to buy auto insurance. Devin, surprised uh, by the cost difference, asked for the local address before excusing himself to retrieve the price sheet. Upon his return, Devin clarified, you can either choose a special APR annual percentage rate or the Costco pricing. Now, I made a question mark there, uh, whether that's legit. I I don't see why it would be legit. Not legit. There's no way that's legit. Yeah. So uh, that's the first uh, raised eyebrow is the fact that uh, they were – the Costco pricing, which I was just praising him for mentioning, the fact that he could get a discount if they're a Costco member, now they're saying that – they can't choose a special APR if they get the Costco pricing. The so only, the there's no way. link between the manufacturer here, in this case General Motors, and Costco. Right. So there's not like you can either take the discount or the annual percentage rate because they're two different companies. Yeah, so, if, they're, if they're both coming from the manufacturer, then you, they can they can make it a choice. Yeah. But it's, yeah. For, if you're a Costco member, just or if you're listening, you're a Costco member, you can get anything the manufacturers offers when you go to yeah. a dealer. So, so he misled her. Whether intentionally or not, I'm not sure. But I got to say, it looks like it was intentional. Uh, he went on to review the figures printed under the heading financial details. The retail price was MSRP, $32,820. A $1,500 rebate was applied. Uh, resulting in a net selling price of $31,320. Uh, they don't mention whether it was a factory rebate or a dealer rebate. It sounded like she went with the Costco thing and they just used the rebate line to take a discount off. Like that's, uh, I think they used a rebate line for the Costco discount. 
Uh-huh. But I don't know. I didn't honestly. I didn't look up to see if there was a fifteen hundred dollar yeah, rebate. That raises another question. I didn't. I didn't think that was a Costco price. Uh, then there was a four forty nine labeled documentation fee, which is suspicious in and of itself. Documentation fee, next to which Deva noted in pen, state fee. At the bottom of the sheet, he had written, no dealer fees. Now. Uh, I applied the Pennsylvania 6% to the uh, selling price that they showed him on the buyer's order, and it's accurate. Stu raised his hand. I'm raising my hand like I'm in class. Uh, just looked up incentives on Equinox. Is there is no $1,500 rebate. Okay. They had a lease program, and they have a— um, Probably be a dealer rebate, and uh, we don't a, know if it's, it's a discount. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, here we have— uh, uh, this, uh, he called it a doc, uh, documentation fee, 449. Question is, uh, was Devin misleading him on that too? Yeah. And I did the research and, and made the calculation that they did not charge the sales tax on that 449. So uh, th- there was no tax on it, which would lead you by our rule to say that was, in fact, uh, a legitimate fee. What it might be, and I know New York does this. New York has an amount they allowed. It's around three or four hundred dollars. They allowed the dealers to charge, and they do not require sales tax be paid on that. California also allows the dealers to charge uh, two or three hundred dollars, and I don't believe they allow sales tax. So this could be uh, a legitimate fee, or, or it could be like you say, like it goes to the dealer. It's a but it's a, a sanctioned yeah, state, a exactly. sanctioned dealer fee. It's a sanctioned, a sanctioned fee, and and sales tax not required. Uh, I, nope. Uh, <laughs> I'm googling this. Uh, the average documentation fee in Pennsylvania is $130, according to their tax handbook. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna apologize in advance for us not doing our homework on the shopping report. There's a lot of unanswered questions here. Uh, I'm highly suspicious, but I hate to find someone guilty uh, when I don't have all the details, but I'll, I'll continue. Uh, there were about $150 in smaller fees added and sales tax. Uh, the smaller fees, again, the sales tax was not charged on the smaller fees, nor was the sales tax charged on the documentation fee. Out the door was at 33823 Because of the rebate, uh, I the shopper, Agent Lightning, uh, came out less than MSRP, even with the $449 junk fee. And if it is a junk fee, it was an authorized junk fee. And uh, we, we just talked about that, but we, we're not sure. I, I, I just want to just add this in here. I'm, we're researching in real time here. It doesn't look like that's, that's not a state fee. I'm not seeing anything for a $449 state fee. Yeah. Um, the only thing the state is requiring so far I'm seeing right now is your registration fees. And so for, we've shopped several times in Pennsylvania, and you're right. We haven't seen Never that. seen a 449 Never state fee. Before. So we either have a misled salesperson, but he had to be misled by someone, uh, or we have a dishonest salesperson, I guess is six of one, half dozen of the other. So, we have a dishonest dealership. Uh, there, there was a, there were, this person was misled, um, and... Uh, uh, we'll, we'll verify, but uh, like Stu said, 
we've shot several people in Pennsylvania. We have not seen any uh, state authorized fee like they have in New York and California, which would explain the 449 not having sales tax charged. And if they're not say, if they're not charging sales tax on it, which uh, my calculation, they did not charge sales tax on it, then they're defrauding the state. Or they're just—it's going to change when they go into finance cause, because this because is just a worksheet. Yeah. Maybe it didn't calculate right. Still, be, uh, still be a great uh, deception and uh, dishonest. Uh, before concluding our meeting, Devin asked to see if I had further questions, and he expressed his gratitude for my visit, saying, "Thank you for your time today. Please let me know if you decide to move forward." And that was it. No pressure. And a picture of the Maroni label on the window, uh, which is refreshing to see. And um, we have the worksheet here, and uh, this is, I took those numbers from the worksheet. That's where I figured out they did not charge the sales tax on the 449, but they were so adamant that there was no uh, dealer fee, but they could have been playing the name game. Oh, no dealer fee. It's a documentary fee. Right. So uh, that would be a blatant uh Deception. So, and whether Devon was de- was was deceived himself or not, I think it's kind of immaterial. I mean, we could say he was a victim too, yeah. but the person who was who was deceived is the customer, and that's Agent Lightning. So sh- she left, yeah. believing that was a state fee, and that's what any customer told the same thing would believe. Well, again, I I, I still feel I need to apologize because we should have had more concrete information. Uh, we have no choice. What we need to do, I think we have good. to go to the vote. Yeah, we're, I think I think we have all the information now. I yeah. think we have a, well, we'll have a fair vote. I'm getting some um, grades in here. Um, they're looking not so bad. I got a uh, from Bob uh, C for Riverview on the curve. Uh, Jonathan, who's usually pretty harsh, um, he's he's from Palm Coast. Um, Monroney label check, no dealer fee check, Costco discount check, pleasant salesperson check, APR Costco price. Whoops. Things are starting to look fishy. 449 dock fee. Whoops. Smaller fees. Whoops. Overall, not a horrible experience. Um, below MSRP, we'll get this dealership a B. Um, I'm not going to be as um, charitable because um, regardless of if, if Devin was complicit or not, it doesn't matter. That it seems to be something that's going on there. So um, look at a D from me. Under- okay. Got nothing on the first channel, but let's see. Oh, we're coming in good here. Let's see. From James Fronty, uh, the salesperson is prevaricating. They do charge a dock fee of four forty nine, so let's call that BS out. Second, Costco is offering a one thousand dollar member rebate until January second, two thousand twenty four. This dealer is better than South Florida, but bad. He gave him a C. Ah, uh, here we go with Tom Steckel. C plus. A bit of deception with the fake fee, but much better than any Florida Chevy dealer. Cliff Speaks, B. Johnny Z. Fraidley, B. Sounds like a fair deal, even with the 449 fee. There's no forced accessory add-ons, which is really good. James Fronty again comes in. He says, for anyone looking for a Chevy in Florida, look at Wes Haney Chevrolet in Live Oak, which is up where I-10 and I-75 meet up in North Central Florida. No dealer fees at all there. Oh, what's the name of that again? It's Wes Haney, W-E-S, and then H-A-N-E-Y, 
Mr. Haney, Mr. Haney. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Chevrolet in Live Oak, Florida. And Brian Sedlatko says, that Chevy dealership gets a C for me. Tom Steckel, oh, he comes in and says, you're right, Wes Haney is an A+. So we may have another one we want to look at yeah. up in our north section there. Yeah. Uh, for me, I... I I don't know. I, the, the the fees are so small that I, I know it's the principle of the thing. I'm still going to go with a B. I'll make it a B minus. Yeah, I, but I, I, I'm going to give him a D, a D, and I, 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 I I'm going to retract that next week after we investigate. Well, actually, we can have. We're not going to retract it, man. No, it's no, going to be. Uh, no, I, no, I, I let's have, uh, let's ask Agent Lightning to call. And speak to Devin. Okay, and clarify. And, and, and clarify. We we will get clarification and and and, and we'll we'll explain next week because I I, uh, I I I know we're probably right, but probably isn't enough to fail anybody or give anybody a good grade. So let's uh let, let's put that on hold and we'll go back and try to verify some of this okay. information. We had uh, Frank and Jupiter Farms uh, said compared to South Florida dealers, it, he's, he's giving them a C. So we have another grade in there. But you and I are on the same page. Yeah. Hey, Stu, uh, uh, Marcy Everest is asking real quick, are there any Mazda dealers that we recommend? No. <laughs> we, not currently, we don't. I, wait, I think I think Rico um, and Del Rey did an okay job. But historically, they, they didn't. On the last shop, I think we gave them an okay grade. Okay, and Tom Steckel says Sport Mazda in Orlando has seventeen hundred dollars in fake fees. So uh, now, Marcy, we'll we'll keep our eyes open, but so far, no Mazdas we would really recommend. Yeah, and uh, it leads me to say that you know I need more clarification. You know, uh, do I vote? Uh, I don't know. Um, it's just uh, a bit misleading. So. Uh, I'm not getting an answer from any of the guys here, so I'm going to go ahead and vote. And uh, I'm going to give him a D. As in D, David. <laughs> or D I, as in Devin. D as in Doe. <laughs> I almost wonder, though, if, if Agent Lightning were a serious customer and if she disagreed with that 449 and the other 150 in fees. Would they knock that six hundred dollars off the price? I almost think they would. Oh, I, I don't know. Um, as I say, we're I, I, we need to we need to do more thorough when we have questions like this. Uh, but to be honest with you, I wait till the morning before I come over here before I read it, and uh, I should have I should have read it sooner, and we could answer all these questions. But this won't happen again. We'll be more careful. I promise. Yeah, it's something, uh, something to, to be on up? our uh, to-do list. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to, we all want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. We all have something uh, or more than one thing to be grateful for. And I hope that you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Again, thank you uh, for joining us. Uh, that's one thing that uh, we're thankful for uh, this year. And uh, have a wonderful weekend. We'll be right back here next week at 8 a.m. right here on the Oldies Channel. Again, have a wonderful weekend.